into A to Z Sports Primetime on a Sunday night. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford, the Built For You program, a Bronco, an F-150, a Ford Explorer, if you choose. The Built For You program is available to you exclusively at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Gary Ashton, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time is the Gary Ashton team. Get your dream address without the stress with Gary and his group today. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, there is a lot of good content and conversation to be had across all the local sports teams. As I mentioned, this, well, I guess tomorrow, technically, We'll begin NFL Draft Week for all of us here in Nashville. I'm going to spend three days, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, hunkered down in the Titans practice facility. John Robinson, Mike Vrabel, their staffs, they'll be upstairs in the draft room making picks, and we will begin a new football season with more vigor. Now, there's a lot of excitement about the Tennessee Vols football team as well. You've got a little bit of life being breathed into programs like the Lady Vols and the Memphis Grizzlies are trying to find their way into a second-round playoff series. But right now, they're facing a little adversity, or at least last night faced a little adversity against the Minnesota Timberwolves. But there's a conversation about dominance in this state, and this is the conversation that I want to have because there is one team in particular that I am going to make the case for across the state. We are very fortunate right now as people who are sports fans in the state of Tennessee and as people who cover sports in the state of Tennessee to have a lot of really successful, healthy sports programs, whether that be the NHL, NFL, NBA, the uh, the uh, colleges at both Tennessee and Vanderbilt. You get Lipscomb and Belmont, who are great at college basketball, thrown in the mix there. You have all manner of great sports, the Lady Vols getting into the Sweet 16 this year and making uh, making their presence felt once again. It's a really, really good time to be covering local sports in this state. But dominance is a different matter entirely. And so that's why I'd like to start with your Two Rivers Ford take. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, please let me know if you would be so kind. Which Tennessee team do you believe that could be Vols, any number of Vol sports? That could be the Preds, who are trying to rebound from Saturday's embarrassing loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. That could be the Tennessee Titans, who have now recaptivated a lot of the local sports audience since they have brought themselves back to prominence. And certainly the Memphis Grizzlies are trying to get back into the mix. Which team in the state of Tennessee, college or pro, do you believe to be the most dominant right now? Let me know. It's your Two Rivers Ford take, and we'll talk about it together right after I tell you about the people who make your Two Rivers Ford take possible. That, of course, is Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet is where you go for the one of the largest selections in the state, this great state of Tennessee, of quality American-made Ford vehicles. And if you don't see the exact Ford that you want, on the lot when you go visit them in Mount Juliet, you can do the Built For You program, which allows you to select any Ford vehicle, any color, any customizable accessories. Two Rivers Ford will build that vehicle for you and deliver it right to your door. 
Dominance is what we're talking about in the state of Tennessee, and nobody dominates the area of customer service more than Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So who is the most dominant team in the state of Tennessee right now? This is the question that we're asking you guys. Uh, Tennessee baseball team, says Tim Lewis. Um, Mark Jones says, why is it that every Tennessee team has to play their refs as well as the team they are facing? Well, I don't know about that. That's a particular kind of bias that I can't speak to. But if you feel a certain type of way about the officiating, then, uh, you know, I don't want, I don't know what to tell you. It's not like you're getting, uh, oh, who's the, uh, who's the NFL ref that, uh, drives people absolutely insane here in, uh, here every time he refs a Titans game. Uh, oh, it's going to drive me crazy. He got yanked out of the playoffs this year. Perhaps producer Reed would be able to remind me he got yanked out of the playoffs because of that horrendous missed or called a touchdown pass between the Raiders and the Bengals. And I'm blanking on his name right now, but yes, officiate, ah, Jerome Boger. That's right. Thank you, Stephen Birdwell for chiming in. Jerome Boger is in fact, one of the uh, refs who you see him on your schedule and you just, you just let out, you just let out a groan because you know, your team is going to be in for a difficult day. But outside of the officiating, dominance is what we're talking about. And dominance does not lend itself to excuse-making. Excuse-making, or rather the dominance, exceeds the excuse-making and allows for that greatness to transcend, which is why I wanted to focus in on this particular subject. So as far as what most what team is most dominating, Uh, or what is the most dominant sports team in the state of Tennessee right now, it would be difficult to look past the Tennessee base Vols. They are absolutely killing teams right now, coming off of their latest series, conference series, sweep. They are the top-ranked team in college baseball. They are 17-1 and to start in SEC play. It's officially a league record. It's the best start in history, according to Ben McKee of VolQuest, this weekend sweep was Tennessee's eighth of the season. Of course, that one lone SEC loss coming to uh, producer Reed Besh's Alabama uh, Crimson Tide, which made him very happy for me to have to say on our pregame or our pre-show phone call this evening. He let out just a very, very quiet roll tide as he sits there lurking in the shadows, watching the uh, watching the show from the background tonight. It is something that we have not seen, right? This is something that they have built upon with Tony Vitello and his staff. Tony Vitello, who is not only a great interview, and by the way, had his first game back today because he has been serving a uh, a suspension because of, you know, him chest bumping an ump in a way that made Vols fans go crazy and loved Tony Vitello even more. And yet the team continued to win without him and did so again in hugely dramatic fashion Tonight, dominance is the thing that we're talking about. And right now, the Tennessee baseball team is absolutely doing that in stride. For example, today, the comeback, man, it was unbelievable. And I know not everybody was watching day baseball because I think the Vols, uh, their final game against Florida in the effort to make it another, their eighth series sweep, which they ultimately did go on to do, they were trailing. They got down 2-0 early. They got down. Uh, they got down four to two as the game went on. They tied it up four to four and took it to extra innings. And then, in dramatic fashion, they won this thing with a walk-off home run that was as well executed as anything that I've seen in sports this year. 
the Tennessee baseball team is kicking everybody's ass, and we still have about a month left to go in the college baseball regular season. It's tremendous fun if you're not paying attention. If you're not, you should, because this is the kind of team that you want to bandwagon on, and they are the definition of dominance in the state of Tennessee right now. There's a ball driven into left center field, way back and back, and it is gone. Christian Moore has mashed a two-run shot. He's got four RBIs today, all coming late, and Tennessee has taken its first lead of the game at 6-4. to four. They're just a bunch of badasses. Josh Brown says it best on Facebook Live. The Tennessee baseball team is badass. They are, they've got attitude, they've got personality, and they've got the skill set and the ability to back it up. Again, 17 and 1 in the SEC. It's the best start in program history. And just kind of going through this, the stats continue to uh, manifest all over the place. Um, Tony Vitello was out there talking about it today. We'll uh, hear from Tony Vitello later on in the show but right now the baseballs they are the number one team in the country they're the top of the list in terms of trolling trash talking opponents they went into the swamp they took care of business now they're on their way back to knoxville and they're feeling great about their situation the previous record by the way because they seem to notch a milestone a historic milestone each week in this uh, stat courtesy of saturday down south tennessee set a new program record for series sweeps as we mentioned, recording the eighth of the year. The previous record was seven set by the 1994 SEC championship team. So this is high caliber, high level, quality championship level baseball. And this is what we're seeing from a team that made a College World Series. Well, run is probably not the right word, but they made it to the College World Series. Fell a little flatter than I think most people expected them to, but now have come back with an unholy vengeance and are ready to beat people's ass, and that's what they're actually doing right now. They robbed a home run to finish the game, says Dustin Gill. Uh, it's, uh, it is just it is SEC history that they are setting at this point. Elijah Allen on YouTube says, I keep hearing that offense at Tennessee is a gimmick football, honestly. I see that as a football ignorant comment. What do you think? Well, I think that I don't care about football right now, Elijah. And here's, like, I mean... It's an exciting time to be a Vols fan, right? If you are a Vols fan, it is an exciting time because not only is your baseball team rolling, you've got a high-level college basketball, both men's and women's. You've got a uh, you've got a football team that seems to have some legitimate promise and excitement around it. Josh Heupel is somebody who is going to hopefully find ways to elevate this program to the next level. And frankly, if you want to know what I talk to NFL scouts about, Tennessee is one of their favorite and most fun offenses to watch now is it a pro level offense of course not but they do find ways to make offense enjoyable to watch film if you're grinding tape as all of us who work in the nfl industry as our first and foremost uh, job as is mine um as somebody who covers the titans first and foremost but also we host talk shows and we talk about local sports here on the a to z sports streaming network when we look at the uh, when we look at the situation for tennessee hypel has a lot of promise but i Baseball is so good right now that it's helping the football team recruit. Think about five-star quarterback Nico Iamaliava 
wearing a Mike Concho t-shirt because of how swaggy Tony Vitello and all of these guys are. Co- uh, Tony V was back on the uh, or back in the dugout this uh, for this game, this final game in the sweep against the Florida Gators to make it this to help get them to a 17 and one SEC regular season start. The baseball team is helping the football team, helping the university seem like the fun and interesting and exciting and winning place to be. That's not something that you could say about any other generation of Tennessee athletics. That baseball is helping to recruit football at this point, and that is a tide that lifts all ships. Here's Tony Vitello. Yeah, I hadn't thought about really you know, where it ranks or what it would be like in years to come until I got Carmen Tagano sent me a good text message and it kind of summed up how important the, the victory will, will sit when the time comes. Unfortunately, we're in the middle of the season, so you want to take some time to celebrate it and then you got to move on to the next task. But just a tremendous character win by our guys and kind of bailed me out because I would have looked like a, a clown coming back and ruining things uh, the way the team's been playing. He's one of the most likable people if you are rooting for the Tennessee Volunteers, Tony Vitello and his squad. But he's one of the most self-aware coaches in college sports. And we have the good fortune to interview Tony fairly frequently on the radio show that I do for 104.5 The Zone. And he's always honest, always upfront about the way that his that his that his team respond. Because, you know, he's being He's, he's being humble and speaking tongue in cheek when he says he would have looked like a real moron if he came and if he came back and screwed things up, given the heater that the Vols have been on. But all it did was help galvanize them even more and help them do it in a tremendous, tremendous way. It was a lot of fun to watch today. They're starting to turn college baseball games into must-see television or streaming or you know ESPN Plus wherever they put them at this point. You seek them out, and that is not something that you could say about your everyday college baseball team. Ten- team Tennessee right now is being well represented by the Tennessee baseballs and the dominance that they are off to. Now let's talk about a team in Tennessee that's facing a bit of adversity, if we can. Let's talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. We don't do uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. We, I, I think, Reed, this might be the first time, producer Reed, back uh, back managing things behind the scenes. I think this might be the first time that we've talked about the Memphis Grizzlies on the primetime show, which is egregious. But listen, if you guys have an appetite for it, we'll talk about it. And it is an interesting playoff series right now. So let's pivot to a little NBA and let's discuss what is happening between the Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves. I want to know, now tied to a piece, four games through, how many games does the Grizz versus Timberwolves series go? How many games do you think this ends up being? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. From dominance to adversity, this is the thing that we are going to discuss. And while you guys let me know how many games you think this is going to go, I'll tell you about the people who will go the extra mile for you. Of course, that is the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress The Ashton team is the best in the business. That's why they're the official real estate agent of all of your favorite pro sports teams here in Tennessee, Titans and the Preds, as well as your favorite late night streaming sports talk local show here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Gary and his team helped me find my dream address without the stress. And as you venture into this seller's market, if you are doing so, you want to make sure you get the Intel edge from Gary 
and his team to make sure that you are be, you are able to sell your home for more, that you are able to get the Intel edge and win the buyer battle, take advantage of your home equity now as home values continue to rise. You want to make that home equity work for you? Gary can help you do that. GaryAshton.com is where you go for the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, Nashville Predators, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, how many games do you think this series between the Grizz and the Wolves will go? The T-Wolves at this point. Mark Jones says Desmond Bain is balling right now. You know, it's it's really interesting to see because we, at least on the radio show, we didn't do a ton of Grizz talk because people in Nashville are, are loath to gravitate to uh, Memphis sports. Memphis doesn't like Nashville. Nashville doesn't like Memphis. But I think that everybody can rally around how much fun this Grizzlies team is. And it's not just Ja Morant that makes it fun. You can get a Ja highlight any night, right? But Desmond Bain, uh, what they're doing with Triple J, the amount of role players that they have that play selfless basketball that help facilitate this. It's why their record was so great without Ja Morant while he missed a significant amount of time down the stretch in the regular season to keep them uh, to keep them afloat. They've got some of the best. I mean, I, I can't remember who won the sixth man of the year in the NBA off the top of my head, but I think you could look at like the Grizzlies sixth, seventh and eighth guy off the bench and consider them all legitimate role players who have helped get their team into the second seed in the Western conference. But now they're, they're up against it a little bit because it is a very, very, young team, as are the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns, you're looking at Anthony Edwards. These are not either of these two uh, programs at this point. Either of these two programs or these two franchises, at least as currently constructed, they don't necessarily look like they know how to close out and finish playoff games. Like there's not this sense of, I don't, urgency is the wrong word because there does seem to be a sense of urgency, but it just feels like both of them are getting their feet under them a little bit. And so I think that this series is going to go seven. But there's a lot of funny things to watch as you watch these Grizzlies and Memphis game, or Grizzlies and T-Wolves games. Things like Carl Anthony Towns, who had a great performance, had 32 points uh, on Saturday night, was doing his best to kind of shoulder the load and help will his team to a win. John Morant did not have a great night, and his teammates were doing what they could to pick pick up the pieces after the fact. But Carl Anthony Towns in his post-game interview was laugh-out-loud funny because it sounded like he was trying to do a Kobe Bryant impression. And honestly, I don't know if there were two less like people than Carl Anthony Towns and Kobe Bean Bryant. Describe your emotions and your approach coming into this game. Just came in to do my job. Do my job. This is what I'm supposed to do. Uh, give me a chance. Give me a chance to be great. I want to be great. So, just happy that uh, we got the win. Uh, you can tell I'm not that excited because we got more to do. So, uh, can't be happy about this. You know, enjoy the moment. But uh, you know, it's gonna be a series, and we got to fight. We got to fight, fight, fight. Uh, job's not done. You didn't have much of a chance to be great in that last game based on shot attempts. How did you find your shots in this game? Go get them. Go get them. Uh, just, uh, well, good practice. Just go get them. I, I really don't know other way to explain it. Just take the shots, be super aggressive, ultra aggressive, and uh, be willing to make a mistake in, uh, in the aggression.
So uh, <laughs> I see producer Reed back uh, behind the scenes shaking his head, just silliness. I, I don't know, and maybe it's not fair to Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know why I can't take him seriously. There's this, there's something about him that just does not, it does not resonate for me. And I, I don't think that's an indictment because he's clearly a hugely talented player. And Josh Brown points out, um, obviously the refs were were an impact were impactful in that game if you uh, if you did pay attention. And certainly, um, I, I don't know Josh Brown if Towns got lucky with a few threes at the end and they won by one like he hit the threes right and they won by one I think that that's that's not necessarily a fair way to do the analysis if you want to criticize the officiating I think that's fair criticism but to say that he got lucky with a few threes at the end no I mean he's the player that he's a he's a seven footer working you from the perimeter like it's 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 more a novelty with him that it is something somebody like Joel Embiid right because you know that Embiid can get down there and bang in the post and that's not something that's really a part of Carl Anthony Towns' game. Like he's going to settle for the perimeter game, rather, uh, rather than you know try and dominate down low the way somebody of his size and stature would traditionally do. Now the game is certainly evolving, at, but I still think that there's something about this Grizzlies team that I feel will pull through. But I do think it'll go seven because, frankly, it just doesn't look doesn't look like either team right now. T Wolves or Grizz. Super young, super inexperienced as far as the postseason is concerned. Doesn't look like they know how to close out playoff games. And I think at this point, you know, that and the sloppiness with the officiating, I think is something to keep an eye on. But I do think it'll go seven and hopefully uh, it gets uh, it gets a little more fun as things progress. All right, let's wrap things up with a free site video. This is a free site. The best thing that I saw on the Internet this week. The question that I'm going to ask you is this. Since we're jumping around all over the place tonight, uh, from the college, from the world of college baseball to the NBA, now back to the NFL, because I'm sure I'm going to talk about this a lot on the radio show tomorrow. Will Debo Samuel be a 49er by the start of the 2022 season? Let me know on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. We will discuss at length together. It's the best thing that I saw on the internet. If you've seen this video, you know what a treat you're in for. If you have not, let me tell you. This is going to make you laugh out loud. Will Debo Samuel be a 49er by the start of the season? We will discuss at length together right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered. They are the best in the business. There is no doubt about it. Three locations in Middle Tennessee and in Kentucky to make sure you can get your to get in your comfort zone, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, will Debo Samuel be a 49er by the start of the season? I think it's a pretty interesting question. Now, I don't think that there is any reason that San Francisco should trade him. Like, if he wants to sit out, it's going to cost him a hell of a lot of money that, frankly, Debo Samuel does not have at this point in time. He does have endorsement deals outside of his salary, so he's got a little bit of disposable income, but I'm certain he would like to not waste that disposable income on the fines that he will have to will have to have imposed on him if he misses mandatory minicamp or training camp, days of training camp, things that the CBA, the newly negotiated CBA, has put into place to make it all but impossible. I mean, impossible is the wrong word. You can do it. It's just going to cost you a hell of a lot of money to hold out during training camp time. This was something that was a big part of the collective bargaining agreement 
when the most recent one was put together. Now, if you have a malcontent on your roster, I don't know how long you're willing to ride that out, especially if somebody makes you a godfather offer for a player that you think you can live without. I, we will see if that happens after the draft this weekend. We will see if that happens up into, until the trade deadline. This There's a considerable amount of time that can pass, and this can drag out quite a bit. Derek R. does not believe that Debo will be on the Niners roster, Notice, nor does Ethan Green. Derek R. thinks he will get traded on draft day. I don't know that that's true. I think it will be interesting. But I'm I'm with MB. I'm inclined to think that Debo Samuel will be on the 49ers roster because there's just so many reasons that he's up against it as to why a holdout in a rookie extension situation, especially as a second-round pick, isn't going to do you a whole lot of good. But it is funny to watch this play out publicly, like, for example, at the club when a, a 49ers fan, I guess, is trying to will Debo Samuel coming back into existence at his bottle service table. And I don't know if he knew that Debo was in the club or not. Debo was in the club. And Debo said, nah. So that's Debo at the back table. You flash to the bottle service sign. Debo's at a table behind the sign. He clearly sees the sign. Somebody's calling out to him on the microphone, and he's just like, nah. You know what? He thinks he's clearly getting a kick out of it, you know, between that and his mom going live on Instagram and uh, leaking contract details and negotiation talks of Debo and A.J. Brown, which is also laugh-out-loud funny. Mark Jones, did you see Derrick Henry was working out with Gronk? I did. I don't care about that because it's an off-season workout, and I just, you know, it's not – it's literally has no impact on my life whatsoever, other than it's a cool picture. And if you like to see stars working out with other stars, um, then you go ahead and satisfy your workout, your Derrick Henry workout video fetish that way. Uh, but for me, Mark Jones, no, I don't care. I just truly don't. Um, but yeah, you know, football season, hell, football season started last Monday for me um, and for everybody else. Um, and we'll get uh, get more and more into the, uh, more and more into the mainstream, especially this week with the NFL draft right on our doorstep. Mark is now screaming in all caps, Gronky Tonk, Tennessee, maybe Henry is going to get him to come here. Um, great. If it uh, if it happens, very happy for you, Mark. If it doesn't, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I'll just keep it moving. And you can continue to like all the workout pictures of Derrick Henry that you like. Radio show tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun. Charles Davis, VFL, and of course, CBS Sports, fantastic analyst. He will join us to kick off NFL Draft Week. We will spend a little more time talking about the dominance of the University of Tennessee and their baseball program and get you ready for the NFL draft. will be a great time. We hope that you join us from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. And if not, I'll see you tomorrow night right back here on A to Z Sports Primetime. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend and we'll get things up and rolling for you to start yet another week and an exciting week because it is real. It is football season. See you all.